Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It is time for us to wake up. For the day of our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And this is the very word of our God as it is found in Romans chapter 13. You may be seated. Well, as Pastor Don asked this morning, are you a morning person? Are you someone who likes to get up at the crack of dawn? Maybe you uh, do some exercising. Maybe you check Facebook. Maybe you put in a load of laundry. Uh, or maybe you fix the kids' lunch or watch the morning news all before your day gets started. Or maybe you're one of those people who needs, uh, as Pastor Don said, a few cups of coffee and it takes you a while to get going. You know, it's always kind of been a joke on my side of the family that my father, my brother, my sister, and myself, you know, when the time changes and when it starts to get dark out early, uh, we can uh, sit in a chair after supper and we can fall asleep at the drop of a hat. You know, people uh, who are mourning people, uh, scientists suggest that it's a, a genetic thing, that there is a certain gene that affects our circadian rhythm. You know, a true morning person has to uh, uh, see a bright light early in the morning. Otherwise, it uh, throws off their whole day and they become, in a sense, groggy the rest of the day. And while night owls can sometimes become morning people, uh, usually the case is, is that they lapse back at some point to their natural pattern of sleep. So let me ask you again, are you a morning person? Well, St. Paul tells us in today's lesson that spiritually all of us are to be morning people. This is the first Sunday in Advent. And Advent calls us to wake up and, and get ready. The new church year reminds us that we are getting near and near to Christ's return. That our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And as such, we need to be dressed and ready for Christ's return. You know, this morning when you got out of bed, maybe you stood in front of your closet uh, and you wondered, you know, what should I wear today? Obviously, in my case, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to wear my pajamas. Or I'm not going to wear something that uh, one would wear uh, to a nightclub. I don't think I have any of those kind of clothes anyway. <laughs> but not only what should I wear physically, but what should I put on spiritually to be ready for Christ's return? Are we dressed in the shining armor of Christ so that we can fight the good fight of faith in these dark hours? You know, sometimes spiritually we find ourselves tired, uh, wearing the pajamas of sloth and laziness, or somehow donning the costume of indecency. Maybe this is just me, but yesterday, you know, my day usually starts out on the way to church. Uh, of course, on Saturday, you know, I say to myself, you deserve a break today. 
it's Saturday, so I treat myself by stopping at this establishment uptown uh, called Benny's Donuts. You know, yesterday, I'm going into Benny's Donuts. I hope you're not here today, but there was a lady there dressed in her pajamas. And every once in a while, when I go to the grocery store in Milan, there are people there in their pajamas. Uh, I just can't imagine going out in public in my pajamas. Uh, to me, it sends a signal that you're not ready for the day. You're not ready for action. And of course, I always remember my grandmother who would get dressed up to the tea just to go to the store. And grandma would always make sure that she would tell us kids, make sure you have clean underwear on in case you're in an accident. Uh, but anyway, picture St. Paul today. Picture him acting as your mother when you were growing up. And, and yelling up the steps, it's time to get up. It's time to get dressed. The hour is late. And I remember her sometimes having to call up to us three or four times uh, to get up and get ready. You know, on Saturdays, uh, we had a strange alarm clock on Saturdays. My dad would be downstairs and you could hear him stoking the wood burner, the fire, and it would travel up. And that was our signal. You better get up and you better get ready because the day of work is at hand. Again, God calls us to wake up. The question is, what should we wear? What should a Christian wear? Today and every day for that matter. Now, if you're like me, I stand before my closet in the morning trying to decide what to wear. You know, I kind of like what Jim Harbaugh does when he just has the same kind of pants. He wears them every day. Well, he doesn't have to make a decision. Sometimes I stand there and try to figure out what to wear, and I may try on any number of outfits. And some of them uh, are too small. Uh, some of them don't match. Uh, some of them need mending or fixing. And then, of course, with some of my shirts, because I left my ink pen in there, some of them have a spot on it or are dirty. But rummaging deeper, St. Paul pulls out a seamless robe, a shining baptismal robe, the robe of Christ's righteousness, just like what Mary Alice received today. He says, clothe yourself with the righteousness that I have given to you. You know, it's important for us to understand what time it is. It's important that we are not caught wearing the night clothes of this dark world at this last time. Understand that the night is nearly over. And the day of Christ's return is at hand. Paul here is using this analogy between natural sleep and spiritual sleep. Christ's coming is at hand, and there are a lot of people in the world this morning who are not just asleep physically, but they're asleep spiritually at the switch. The problem is they're in love with the spiritual darkness of this world, and they find themselves in this deep spiritual sleep, even though they probably don't recognize it. 
You know, Martin Luther once spoke about this analogy between natural sleep and spiritual sleep. And here's what he wrote, and he says, and I quote, The sleeper sees nothing about him. He is not sensitive to any of earth's realities. In the midst of them, he lies as one who is dead, useless, as without power or purpose. Though he is alive, asleep he is particularly dead to everything on the outside. Moreover, his mind is occupied, not with realities, but with dreams. But when he wakes up, these illusions and these dreams vanish. Then he begins to occupy himself with realities, and his dreams are discarded. So it is in spiritual life. Luther writes, the ungodly individual is asleep. He, in a sense, is dead in the sight of God. And he doesn't realize the real spiritual blessings extended to him by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, nor does he think that they are of any value. He sees them as useless. Again, for these blessings are only recognized with those with a believing heart. The ungodly occupies his mind, Luther says, with the temporary things of this life. Those words are pretty amazing, aren't they? The fact of the matter is we are all by nature uh, sinful and unclean. Because of our sinful nature, we are people, creatures of darkness and people of the night. Works of darkness abound in our words as well as in our actions. You know, take a look at verse 13 in the lesson for today. Here, as, uh, as Matt read it, he says, We should live as people who live in the light of the day. Wild parties, drunkenness, sexual immorality, jealousy cannot be a part of our lives. In other words, we are not to be dressed in nightclubbers' costumes. Don't even think, he says, about how to gratify the desires of the sinful self. Because of what Christ has done for us on Calvary's cross, because He has paid for our sins, He gives us His righteousness. So how are we to respond to this righteousness? How are we to live in that righteousness? We're called to respond to His righteousness by living and walking as people of the daytime and of the light. We become morning people who have been awakened spiritually because of what Christ has done. He is the one who changes our DNA, so to speak, because we're clothed in Him. He changes your identity. You are now a child of God. And as such, we are to wake from our spiritual slumber to offer God our worship and our praise and our thanks. He who lives in ungodless sleep is, as it were, spiritually dead. But you who trust in Christ, think of yourself today as being alive. Alive in Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of times when I get up before the crack of dawn. And a lot of days, I'm really, believe it or not, I'm really excited for what the day holds. Sometimes I don't even want to go to bed at night because, you know, I want to get started with the next day. 
Remember when you were a kid on Christmas morning? Or remember the day, I still remember, we never went on vacation too much as a family, but when we did, I remember how excited I was getting up on the day of vacation. There's no way you're going to roll over in bed and go back to sleep. You're ready for the day. You're revved up to go because of the joy that no doubt will take place. No doubt this world's last dark hour is here. But God calls us to arise with joy. Again, He calls us to arise with joy and to keep our hearts and our minds fixed on His coming again when He will come uh, riding on His fiery chariots with all of His saints to take us to heaven where we will live in the light of His glory forever. Thank goodness you and I don't have to figure out what to wear this morning. Thank goodness we don't have to figure it out. Because like Mary Alice, you have been dressed in His righteousness. In the meantime, we are to continue to put on Christ every single day of our life. Casting aside the deeds of darkness. And one last thing, think about it. In Christ Jesus, you have the ultimate fashion designer. He has covered your sins. He has covered your nakedness. And now when God looks at you, He sees the Lord Jesus. And not only that, but because of Christ, you are dressed in His shining armor so that you can fight the good fight of faith. You have been clothed in Christ by Christ. He has changed your identity. And while the world will spend these next few weeks before Christmas gratifying the desires of of the flesh, we can put on the armor of light. So one last time, are you a morning person? Indeed you are, because Christ has made you so. Clothed in His righteousness, therefore wake up, be ready, for the day of salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. In His name we ask it, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank You that You have dressed us and called us to be ready. For Lord, You will return. The illustration that is used about the quickness of that is like a thief in the night. Help us, Lord, to be like a watchman. Help us, Lord, to be wide awake as we wait for Your return. And not only that, Lord, but help us to help other people by Your Holy Spirit as we shine the light of Your love through our words and through our actions. Lord, we pray this in Your name and all of God's people said, Amen.